Welcome to Dial a Sermon from the parishes of Balbra and Clown. Here is the sermon for Sunday the 18th of April, the third Sunday of Easter. On Good Friday this year, the President of the Humanist Association tweeted this. Just a little reminder today, dead people don't come back to life. What perhaps she didn't realise was that of course we all know that that is true. Dead people don't come back to life. That is what is so astonishing and amazing about the resurrection. The Reverend Richard Coles, whose partner died young last year, replied to the tweet and said, Hey, angry Twitter, Alice Roberts is right. Dead people don't come back to life. Believe me, I know. When Christians like me proclaim the resurrection, it is not to refute biological truth. It is an expression of faith in the power of God, which is measureless. Sometimes I think we look on those early Christians from the first century as a bit backward and not like us. We often think, well, science is so advanced now, we know a lot more than people did in the past. And this has led some people to argue that the resurrection wasn't literal, that it wasn't bodily, that it was something simply spiritual. But reading today's passage from Luke's Gospel doesn't allow at all for that interpretation of the events. Remember that Luke is a doctor. He's also a meticulous researcher and begins his gospel writing that he has tried to set out an orderly account so that the reader may know the truth of what happened. Just like us, the disciples knew that dead people don't come back to life, especially people who have been so thoroughly dispatched by the Roman justice system. There's no way that the Romans could have allowed a merely unconscious body to be taken down from the cross. The punishment had to be meted out in full. This is why the soldier double-checks Jesus is dead by thrusting a spear into his side. John records this in his Gospel, speaking of how he sees water and blood come from the wound. What we now know that he actually saw is blood and plasma Blood and plasma can only biologically become separated after death. In Jesus' case, death by suffocation. So Jesus was definitely dead when he was placed in Joseph's tomb. Dead people don't come back to life. But we've all heard stories of ghosts. Quite naturally, the disciples, when they see Jesus, think they've seen a ghost. I would have had the same reaction. I'm sure you would too. Sometimes in grief, we think we've seen a loved one again. No wonder the disciples are terrified at first. So how does Jesus prove that he's not a ghost? Well, firstly, he shows his friends his wounds from the crucifixion. They still look fresh. They can be touched. Jesus can be touched. A ghost can't. Then, Jesus utters one of my favourite phrases in the Gospels. Have you got anything to eat? It makes me think of how my husband Paul always goes straight to the fridge when he gets home from work. Jesus is hungry and asks for something to eat, the most human thing that he could ask for. Ghosts don't need to eat because they're dead. So the disciples give him some broiled fish, basically some grilled fish. 
This is where I'd like to talk about one of my favourite images of the resurrection drawn by Leeds-based artist Cy Smith. He does a series of stations of the resurrection that are all set in the city of Leeds. And there's one in particular that is my favourite. The disciples are sitting upstairs in a well-known fish and chip shop in the town centre. Steam is rising from the fish and chips in paper on the table and from the cups of tea that the disciples are holding. And Jesus lifts up his jumper to show the wound in his side. And you can imagine shortly after him leaning forwards to steal a chip. I wanted to share this image with you as the resurrection would have been just as astonishing to the disciples as it would be to us, as if we were gathered in a fish and chip shop after the death of a friend today. The disciples and Jesus' first followers were no different from us. They knew that dead people don't come back to life. But here is Jesus, standing among them, showing them his wounds and asking for something to eat. And it is this that changes everything. If Jesus didn't really rise from the dead, then we might as well all pack up and go home. Our faith will be utterly meaningless. Perhaps one of the most convincing things about the resurrection is the fact that the disciples did exactly what Jesus asked them to do. After the ascension, they really did go out into the world and share the good news. They risked their lives and everything on the fact of the resurrection. This group of 11 men, at this point Judas has not been replaced, are totally transformed from a terrified motley crew into people who will change the world forever. Rowan Williams writes of the resurrection, Something has happened within history that has altered what is possible. Someone has made an irreversible breakthrough in the definition of humanity which can never be undone. To believe that the world can change, that God can turn history on its pivot, is to believe that in all sorts of human situations it is possible for things to be different. The resurrection marks a new start to creation, changes our destiny as human beings forever. It tells us that another world is possible, that the impossible is possible with God, that there is always hope because we stand on the knowledge that Christ has died, Christ is risen and Christ will come again. Alleluia. Let us pray. Risen Christ, you filled your disciples with boldness and fresh hope. Strengthen us to proclaim your risen life and fill us with your peace to the glory of God the Father. Amen.